I'm Cora, and welcome to my podcast, Filmmaking, Actually. Ta-da! <laughs> As I said in the intro to part one, this is a panel from one of our Patreon workshops. If you did not hear that, you probably should go back because this is part two and you want to hear part one. So if you haven't yet heard part one, go ahead and jump back to that episode. If you had heard part one, I don't need to repeat myself. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. If there was one thing that either you wished all writers knew or you wish you knew when you started writing, what would that be? No pressure. <laughs> I, I wish I knew how to write better. <laughs> I wish I knew how to write better when I started. I, I truly believe that, you know, that had I known what I know from practice and learning and mm -hmm. I would have been published nine years earlier. I don't think it's a matter of waiting your turn to come up. You just do the work and, and um, I just wish I knew more early that that's it. Education. That's very valid. And practice, yeah, practice, practice. Yeah. practice, learning, learning your craft, learning your craft. If I had known my craft <laughs> more. Oh, um, and I guess I'll go the other way now, Sarah. Um, I guess specifically for script writing, um, the sooner you can learn to not be precious uh, and understand that it's a collaborative medium uh, and it's not just about what you want to say, your perfect thing, um, but to, to, to know that you have to compromise a little bit um, and work with, with other people. I think I learned that pretty fast, but uh, it can never come too soon. <laughs> That makes my producer and director heart happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Nora's answer, like write better, be, be a better writer. Like that would have been great. <laughs> like when I, yeah, right, I right. you know, cause you're like, oh, I know how to put words together. That should be enough. It's like, no, it's not. But specifically for screenwriting, I think there's this kind of idea that it's a sterile writing activity. And um, I kind of had that idea going in. I grew up on movies, but like when I really started getting into screenwriting, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just say he walks into the door and then he's in the room and then it's this. And it's like, it's not, it's not about blocking the actor. Like, especially in 2022, you have to make an undeniable script that cuts through the noise and it can't just be good. It can't just be great. It has to be undeniable. And that means yeah. make it as entertaining as possible as a read because nobody's mm -hmm. putting out millions of dollars yet for it. So why are you trying to be like, oh, well, when, when you, you'll see it down the road, a director is going to make this more interesting. Like, no, you have to make it as entertaining and interesting as possible right now. Just saying he jumps out the window is just not good enough. It's just not. Like, you have to be more colorful. You have to use all the tools in your arsenal just to grab the reader and just say, hey, look, like this, you're not going to be able to put this down. And um, it's tough. It's a tough thing to do. But I wish I knew that starting out that it was like, again, going back to the be as, make it as interesting as possible, don't be boring. And that, that goes for every line, you know, action description, dialogue, don't be boring. Perfect, I, I, I agree. I love reading not boring scripts. Um, <laughs> and Monique. Yeah, I mean, we can all, you know, we all can learn the formula, right, to writing a, a script. And uh, it's, I think it's really important to, to kind of hit those beats too, to make sure you're hitting those beats. Um, Cause like we were all talking about, we're gonna be, you know, looking for them and kind of hanging onto the next beat, you know, to what's going to happen next. But I think if I could tell myself is to not be so hard on myself. And I, th I was thinking about it earlier today um, to not put so much pressure on, on ourselves to be so unique because I think each and every one of us has those already unique, you know, personality traits about us. And I think that 
your characters, if you know your characters well, there are probably people you know in real life that that's automatically just going to come through. And also what Sarah said there, there's going to be a lot of people who have a lot of different opinions. So it's going to be, you have to know inside to where you're going to be okay to make those changes. But there's going to have to be times where you have to stick to what your gut is telling you about your story and your characters and also what you are trying to convey. But in the end, it's a collective. Um, You're going to have producers who want to have certain things in there and you can't be so gracious with so many different changes because you might lose your story, but it's a fine line. And at the end of the day, you also have to be happy with it um, because your name's going to go on it at the end of the day. It's very true. Yep. Yeah, I, I have the most respect for writers, obviously present company uh, entirely included, um, where, you know, when we're talking, when we're developing, where they say, um, like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, 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 you know, you say, okay, well, there's this note, there's that note. And they're like, yeah, 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 that's cool. It's like, well, there's this note. And they go, actually, and like, it's, it's like, like a dance. Like, I know when as a producer, when to step back and be like, oh, that's, that's a really important story point. They're right. And they know as a writer when to be like, yeah, that's not the end of the world. We can we can make that change, um, especially if you're doing client work, like when we're working for a client. I don't even have the last say the client does. So I may be like, ah, but we have to make it and using the yeah, that negotiation and the ego and all that stuff. You guys you guys covered it all. Um so you're all fantastic. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pop up the question board if anyone wants to drop a question real quick or if anybody would like to ask a question, they can click to ask a question. They can just click the button. Um, I'll give people a couple minutes to decide if they were moments, I should say, to decide if they want to ask something. Um, and if not, I have one final question for the panel. Um, but I'll give people a, a sec. And I mean, you guys covered so much. I, I'm, I'm really thankful for, for your time and your knowledge. Um, Spacey, you don't count. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, bye. <laughs> did you, did you want to ask a question? Yeah, I wanted to ask a question. Okay, um, <laughs> I'll make it quick. I know that I have, I have a vested interest in the success of this. So here, here goes ruining that. Um, with my question. Uh, I have more of a background. I'm sure some people realize this, Cora, Sarah, I have a background in songwriting. So there are these pieces that I always go to return to as being the perfect examples of the things I want to do in my writing, uh, pieces by Bob Dylan or the Beatles or the Beach Boys or Leonard Cohen and Joni Mitchell, so on and so forth. Um, Is there like a script or a kind of archetypal story that you return to, like maybe one or a handful that you could mention that you think you return to and maybe it'd be good for people to go to as well as writers, if that makes sense? Um, If I understand the question, uh, it's if we they, the panel, um, like much the way that a songwriter might have kind of like their songs that they either use for inspiration or use as kind of like the, I want to be like this or their sort of like motif setting. Do you have stories that kind of are those um, rocks for you in your, in your writing process? I mean, like I've heard that Chinatown is the most famous well-written script of all time. You know, I think that's like my example that I go to. Um, right. Yeah. <clears throat> And I'll take my answer off the air. (laughs) Do you guys want to answer that? I mean, I I can jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have no idea. I don't have an answer. 
No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think, um, so what happens when, when I'm starting a script um, and I know what genre I'm in and what kind of thing I want to be, I'll usually just go check out certain scripts, even if I've read them before, you know, like I did a recent one, it's a crime comedy. So I went and checked out Shane Black's The Nice Guys and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and something else. I, I'll just go and maybe some Quentin Tarantino stuff for this recent thing. And I'll just go through and I'll kind of read and I'll just be like, hey, how have the greats done it? Um, I mean, I've read a lot of scripts and I think you should be doing that no matter what. Um, but it's funny because he mentioned songwriting. Like there are a couple things I'll go back to for inspiration, like songs wise. Like I won't necessarily, it's, you know, it's not a screenplay or a book, but you know, um, if there's a song that inspires me, like there's one specific thing that I'm thinking of, which I don't need to mention, but it's, uh, it's like this 10 minute freestyle by this rapper who, you know, I'm a big hip hop fan and it's just so inspirational because it's really dense and perfectly written. And it's a 10 minute written freestyle that he raps. It's black thought from the roots. And he just kind of goes through this whole thing. And I, and I watch it, I'm like, this is storytelling and this is writing at its absolute like pinnacle. It's so good. And that inspires me as a screenwriter. So sometimes you just find that thing that just kind of like, I don't know, makes you feel like, geez, I can take on the world and now I'm ready. So whatever that thing is, even if it doesn't seem to be related, that's, mm. that's one of the things. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Read the cookies. <laughs> um, does anyone else want to answer that or? I, I, I agree totally. I, I read the highest level of literature that I can and aim for it. And um, I just read the best writers I can. And, you know, if you don't reach for as high a level of artistic quality that you can, you know, you're, you're not going to, I might end up here, but if I don't reach way up here. So I, 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 I do the same. I, you know, learn, learn from everything. And right. sometimes, sometimes reading the worst piece of shit is like, I could do better than that. And reading the the greatest thing is like wow I wish I could do that, yeah. So both are both are sometimes very helpful. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Before I move on, Sarah Monique, did you want to answer anything? I don't want to. I mean, you're not required to answer every question, but I just don't want. Yeah, to I, I think it's interesting, um, Spacey, because when I was writing this Christmas film, um, I started listening to Christmas music that my dad used to play like he had this like one record like he would play every christmas like when he would take the christmas records out and i i just actually thought of that so i listened to a lot of like that type of music when i was getting ready to write and i would like listen to it over and over like i i have it on my phone still i think and i listen to it every once in a while but also too um i i i've read it like getting ready to write something else like i read the pilot to the sopranos and it's like, oh God, it's just like so good. It's like so good, you know, but I have to remember like I'm writing something different, you know, but it gets you into that. I don't know. There's like some kind of feeling um, about it that is exciting. And um, so it's, it's, it's inspiring. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I never thought about that until now. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, use. Uh, I think that writers should use it if it if you're getting some kind of feeling, um, and you might get some kind of inspiration from it. Why not? You know, use the tools if they're there, for sure. 
the cookies. Go on, yeah. Sarah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> cookies, the nuggets. Um, yeah, whenever whenever I'm writing in a new script, I'll always create a, a musical playlist first. Um, I, find, I just find it a lot easier to to write with um, something setting the tone in a more cohesive way like that. It kind of helps the, the tone of the script and the writing and the cadence to, to be more cohesive. Um, so like I wrote a fa fantasy script recently and had um, like tracks from the Dune soundtrack, the Conan, the Barbarian soundtrack. Um, so different tracks for different scenes, um, feels, moods. Um, I find that really helpful. Um, in terms of stories or films that I always revisit, um, from a horror point of view, I rewatch, reread um, The Haunting a lot because I think it's pretty much the perfect like psychological mystery horror film. Um, and Rebecca, Hitchcock's Rebecca, mm -hmm. is also a really, really great, just solid example of how to write a great script. Um, Sunset Boulevard as well for dialogue. I mean, pretty amazing stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I do revisit lots of classic movies usually when I'm when I'm writing horror. <laughs> Good examples. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I think I think you guys summed it up what really what speaks to you. Like find what what does it for you and just like anything in life. Um, Barry Manilow's Mandy. <laughs> that has been really big for me. Like, every I'm, time, I'm every time. A hundred and fifty times in the last <laughs> like three weeks. I'm not even kidding. That's wow. amazing. Um, so um, on that note, um, if there are no other uh, questions, I know you guys have covered a lot of ground. It is getting a little late. Um, I will end off on our last question uh, for me, which is what was the one question you were hoping I was going to ask or that somebody would ask? And what is the answer to that question? That's a cheat question. <laughs> I will say I asked that on Twitter once during an AMA with uh, yeah. uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And I said, what is the one question you're hoping somebody would ask? And what is the answer to that question? He mm -hmm. literally wrote this one. This one. And I was like, oh. <laughs> wow. He'd answer, too. Yeah, it is. It's the answer in the question. Large. I just had one while you were talking. Yeah. I wish you had just asked what story I wish I had written. Oh, what or, story do you wish you had written? I wish I had written A Knight's Tale with Heath Ledger. Oh That's my so God. Good. It's, good it's like the perfect story. It's, yeah, you're right. it's perfect. It's got every single, what do you guys call them in film? Um, I don't know. It's got everything. It's got every single, you know. Like and Princess I wish Bride. Like, yeah. It's like like the Princess Bride. Yeah. I just, I love The Knight's yeah. Tale so much. Brian know wrote that just you know the underdog the the hero the the rags to riches the you know it's got everything and and i wish i had written it that was a question yeah, i wanted me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right i guess we're going the other way again uh sarah what's a question that you um, or i guess a question you would have liked to answer and what 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 is the answer to that question um I guess I guess the question a question people ask a lot and that I always like to answer is like how how do you get into writing for film? Um, because the answer is there are a thousand different ways that you do it, and everyone I've ever met who who writes in film has gotten into it a different way. Um, so I think what you have to do is find what kind of writer do you want to be? What kind of experience do you want? Why is it that you want to write? Um, 
because there's as many ways as there are to get into it are reasons for wanting to do it. So if, if you want to just, you know, write quietly by yourself and send your scripts out, out into the world and hope, then that's a way of doing it. Um, if you want to be more involved, you can also produce, you know, if, if you um, like writing with other people, you can find a writing partner. There's, there's so many different ways to get into film and there's so, um, you, you, you basically have to find what is it about it that drives you? What do you love? And find the role that fits that best. Um, but the, the key to everything, I think, is surrounding yourself with like-minded people that you like working with, finding your, your tribe. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great answer and a great question. Uh, Nick? Um, I don't know what the question would be, but um, I know what the answer is. So for, you know, we can reverse engineer it, I guess. Sure, um, yeah, go for it. I think, uh, gee, I really don't know what the question is, but just like, how do you write something interesting, which I guess we already talked about. Um, no, I, I think, you know, Nora was talk, touching upon this a lot, which is like, so what? Like, what, like why is what you're saying why should somebody invest in this story? Why should somebody either financially or with their attention or time? And um, it always reminds me of that Seinfeld episode where Jerry and George are, you know, pitching their sitcom where nothing happens, like the, the show yeah. about nothing to the president of NBC. And he goes, nothing happens. And the president goes, so why am I watching it? And George goes, because it's on TV. And he goes, not yet. So it's like, <laughs> it's not, it, it's not, uh, for, you know, don't take it for granted that just because you wrote words on a page and you made it somewhat interesting, that's right. enough. Right. You know? Like there right. has to be, and that's almost like unfair to say that, but like you have to figure out what the answer to that is, like how to do that. Um, and if you can crack that, I think you could be successful. Like you can actually crack through. Once you crack through that, I think then you'll be a great writer and you'll actually be able to be a professional writer, I think is actually the goal here for everybody. Mm -hmm. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. So the question is, how do you become a professional writer? There you go. You just answered. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like reverse engineer. Good job. <laughs> um, and Monique, what's one thing that you either would hope to talk about or hope somebody would, would have brought up and what would have been your reply to that? Um, I think it's just, why do we write? Why do I write? And I think um, because it's hard. It's not easy. Wow. It's so hard. <laughs> Wow. And um and if it's not hard, I'm not gonna do it. So Wow. I'd rather the challenge. Yeah. I, I drop, oh drop that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, drop the yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. I don't know. <laughs> it's not easy. Um I could not have asked for a more perfect, like, I feel like we started with like the super powerful log line and um, we're ending with that. It, um, yeah, it is. It's hard. Um, I have to thank everybody. Um, panelists. I know I've been in a, in a Q and a before and then nobody asked questions and you're like, Oh no. But then you realize it's, it, that means that you didn't leave anything unanswered. Like you gave so much information that there was nothing to question. So um, thank you for being so complete in your information and for sharing this time um, and for just, I don't want to talk any, after like what Monique said, I'm like, okay, that's it, just stop. <laughs> um, thank you, uh, there's a comment in the, the 
chatty thing on the side. It says, thank you all. Um, thank you for, for being here, for uh, sharing everything. Um, do you want to just go down and share kind of like where people can find you, your socials, that type of thing real quick? And any, any services you offer, like if they can, con like Nora, I know you have writing classes and do manuscript review and stuff like that. Um, Monique, do you want to start? Okay. Um, I'm Monique Impagliazzo. Very easy to find with my last name. You can find me through Cora. Um, yeah, I'm on obviously all the socials. And um, if you're interested in watching Turkey's Done, I could send you a private link uh, to it. And uh, Isn't yeah. it on Amazon? Uh, it's not on Amazon right now, but um, mm -hmm. I can send over that private link if anyone okay. wants to check it out. It's only 17 minutes and it's a good time. Um, yeah, and hopefully, you know, hear back from everyone in the audience too. I'm interested in, in hearing about where the log lines go from here, uh, which we talked about and uh, yeah, keep in touch everyone. Yeah, um, and the general Space Dream email is info at spacedreamfilms.com. One space, one dream, lots of films. Um, and you can uh, send anything here, just keep it simple and we'll, we'll pass it on. Um, and Nick, your social website. <laughs> Nick's like, no. Yeah, I'm so social. Uh, the, I guess the only place I'm really active as like a writer in social media is Twitter. Um, you know, if you consider it active, there's a great screenwriting community there. Um, you know, low toxicity, high on positivity, <laughs> not zero <laughs> toxicity, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's, it's great. It's a great place to meet other writers. I have some of my closest writer friends, you know, we linked up through there. And um, so I'm on there. Again, Nick Gambino one, I believe is what it is. Let's okay. go with that. <laughs> if it's not, then just meet another Nick Gambino who's probably a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, Sarah, you're... Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm um, on Twitter, Facebook, all those places. I'm Sarah Daly, D-A-L-Y. Um, on Twitter, I think it's Sarah underscore Daly 42, because there are many Sarah Daly's in the world. <laughs> I am not unique. Um, uh, probably the easiest way to find me is through the my company, Hex Media. Um, a lot of our films are on Amazon, um, Tubi, uh, iTunes, so um, you can you can find them there. Yeah, if you're a horror fan, definitely check them out. I I have never seen any of her work because it's too scary. I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to not that scary. It's dark mysteries. <laughs> I I should clarify. Et gave me nightmares, so I have to be careful with my. I have okay, don't watch them. Yeah, <laughs> I have a low horror. I have permission from the actor who plays Caleb on Stranger Things not to watch Stranger Things. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it did. Oh. yeah, that'll that'll scare you. Yeah, it'll, yeah, but um, he gave me, he was like, no, it's fine. And I told him about E.T. and he goes, no, don't, don't. Watch. I have this little kid, he's standing in front of me. He's like, don't watch it. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. Um, but yeah, Hex Media, great place to go if you're a horror fan. Um, and then Nora, um, your website, your class. Yeah, it's very generous. To so I'm really appreciative if I can give a shout out. I've started a new business with doing manuscript reviews and um, analysis and editing. And it's called, it's called Word Onion. It's called Word Onion, Word Onion dot US. 
And I really appreciate you letting me um, shout that out because, yeah. Um, I will say for anybody who um, maybe wasn't able to make it for the beginning, um, we are going to be posting this on our Patreon in full as with a video and everything. And we'll be extracting kind of key moments of audio in our podcast filmmaking actually. Um, thank you all for uh doing this and I just I keep going back to, to Monique's because it's hard like that's just kind of the um, it's there is something to be said for doing something worth doing and being willing to fight the fight to get there and um, yeah yeah Thanks. thank you thank you all um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give you a there we go <laughs> oh now there's other people joining in hey um, <laughs> thank you guys so much and that's the end of the patreon exclusive writing panel we at space dream productions want to thank monique nick sarah and nora for their time it means so much and we also want to thank you for listening to filmmaking actually so if you want to become part of the community that we're building over on patreon you can visit us over there we're at patreon.com slash space dream films so yeah that's about it Thanks again. Bye. You've been listening to Filmmaking Actually with Coralinda, Space Dream Productions podcast. Subscribe to us on any or all the podcast platforms, but we especially recommend our sponsor, Anchor. If you like what you hear, leave us five-star ratings and positive reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps more listeners like you discover the show. But the best thing you can do if you really like the show is tell a friend. Want to leave a comment or ask a question? Email at filmmakingactually at gmail.com. This is Spacey speaking, and remember, a lion would sooner eat a reader than a writer. You know why? Because writers cramp and readers digest. And we'll see you next time.